How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all feeling today, tonight, this morning, whenever you are listening? I hope y'all are feeling good. I hope that y'all are, as always, vibing out and everything is progressing and you feel progressive. I, I hope that you are staying on your current of life and you are riding that wave out and you are seeing yourself to your next shore. That is a definite good space for you. I pray that you are learning the lessons necessary to manifest the greatest life you can imagine. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Indy Wrights. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of my faithful listeners, all my sharers, all of the teachers and students that join this classroom of life every week. We are blooming, we are blossoming, we are manifesting. So let's get into this week's lesson, which this week's lesson is based around a quote by um, Dr. Miles Monroe. Um, I just love all his books. Um, And he said, the future is not ahead of you, it's inside of you. And one day I was riding home and the it was raining outside. But where I was, I was coming across the bridge. There was no rain. It wasn't raining in that part. But if you looked ahead, you could see that it was very dark up ahead and that it, it could possibly be raining or whatever. And I had this thought, boop. That came into my head, um, which I did a video about it, posted on Facebook freaking years ago, probably five years ago, because that's when really the life lessons really started coming to me. Um, But I realized that the storm is ahead, but the future is inside, is what I said. Um, We've, you know, always been told for so long, you know, that our futures are ahead of us, you know, um, that they're like in this far out space, but our futures are actually inside of us. You know, this insight is like a significant advantage that many of us don't realize. So we, you know, can't really benefit from it. So I was thinking about the thing that people always say, you know, deja vu, like if, something happens and you're looking at it or you see something and you'd say to yourself, I saw this before. I don't know if everybody, anybody, everybody has done that. So you think to yourself, wait, I've seen this before. The meaning is a French term, deja vu, and it means already seen, right? Translation in French means already seen. So it means that you are just presently living out or experiencing something that you've already seen or experience in the past, previously, before this day, before this present time? Like, have you ever thought about when and where you could have possibly seen or experienced this? Because when it happens to me, I can't remember. I can't remember, like, when did I see this? I just know I saw this already. Like, I saw all of this playing out. But I can never remember where I saw it. Like, I can never remember that. Secondly, have you ever felt like a tugging on the inside of you to do something like, you know, 
maybe change your diet, eat better, exercise more, something like that. Even more profound, have you ever felt like inclined to study something, like to gain knowledge on a particular topic or to build yourself up in a specific area, to, to meditate or pray more, to read more, but you had like no idea why, like on very specific things or something like that. It's a leading or, you know, an instinctive impulse to do that. That, my friend, is your future. Okay, just go with me. When I feel like when you, this is what I, this is, has been my experience, I should say. I always used to think about moments like that, right? Where I would just feel like this tugging, like almost this inclination to do something, to read something, to, you know, stop this, do this, whatever. <clears throat> and I always like, said, oh, that's intuition or whatever, but that is your future. That is the future that is inside of you. That is your future attempting to prepare you for what is coming. I've experienced this so much in my personal life many times, but I'll tell you of a few, you know, particular things that taught me to pay attention and respond to what I hear being said to me or pulling at me. Some years ago, right, I was working at Ruth's Chris corporate office in Metairie. So one morning I was on my way to work. I was listening to talk radio. I still love talk radio in the morning. You know, now it's more like podcasts, but I listen to NPR. Like, I just like talk radio. And so one morning I was driving to work and I was getting close, you know, to entering Metairie. Like I was passing up like City Park or whatever. And I felt this urge to pray. And not like I needed to turn off my radio and pray. I ignored that feeling for a second, being honest. I just ignored it because I needed to hear what was going on on that radio. So I ignored it for a second and then I could feel it and I could hear it again to turn off the radio and pray. Well, I tried to do it with the radio on because, you know, I wanted to hit a man. You know, I wanted to hear what he was saying. I wanted to see how that was going in. And I wanted to listen to what I was hearing on the inside of me. I wanted to hear what I was hearing on the outside and on the inside. So I was like, you know what I could do? I could still pray and still hear this, right? No, that was not working, of course. So I knew I needed to turn the radio off and pray in silence, you know, like focus, meditate, focus on what I'm doing, right? Child, I turned the radio off and I pray real fast. And I mean like real fast, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Not blah, 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 but you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't really remember everything I said. And then I turned the radio back on. When I turned the radio back on, right, I could feel and I could hear to turn it back off and pray. Big drove. You hear me? I'm talking about I was big drove. Like I was mad. Like, listen, I need to hear how this is going to end on this radio, right? So I'm big drove, you know, I'm like driving and I'm praying, praying big mad, you know, it be that way sometimes. So I turned off, <clears throat> I turned it off though. Like I turned off the radio and I started praying, right? I get to the causeway exit. I get off cause that's my exit. I'm still praying. I missed the green light. 
So I was the first person at the red light. Well, I stopped praying. I turned the radio back on. Because, you know, I feel like, okay, there we go. I looked over next to me. You know, as people generally do. We usually look at the people next to us at the light. But I looked over and I admired the black car next to me. I remember it was a BMW 745, 745 ILLI, one of them. It was 745. And I said, man, that's a nice car. A minute later, maybe, the light turned green, right? I stay at the light for a few seconds after it turned green all the time. I never just go. Well, I go, right? And this huge, big, blue work truck van decided to jump from behind the person who it was coming up on from the opposite direction where the light had turned red for them and tried to come through the light, right? Crashed into my car. Literally crashed into my car. It hit me on the driver's side. Then it turned around and it hit me again on the back because my car turned around, popped it again on the back, right? As it hit me on the back and the car turned, the BMW coming up and it slams into the other side of the car, the passenger side. If I could show y'all the car, you would literally think, how in the world did I get out of it? Like people were like literally looking at, and listen, I was running up the street because the truck was trying to keep going. When I got out the car, there was the only way, the only thing that wasn't smashed on a car was the driver's side door, literally. I got out of the car and I'm running up the street, running up um, veterans and hills, okay, after this car, after this truck. And I'm like, yo, something got to shake. So I'm running, I'm screaming, right? People telling me, come back. Like, what are you doing? Like, you could collapse at any moment, I think they thought. The man finally turns off, right? He turns into a parking lot and... He parks and he walks up the street. Well, I go, I'm waiting for him. He come up and I'm fussing down, down, down. We get back to the spot and I just had to sit down because then in, in that moment, I felt like, okay. So, you know, I called Gilda, who's like my work mom when I worked there. And I called and I was like, you know, Gilda, I'm going to be late, blah, blah, blah. I just had an accident. She came there and I mean... God, I love Gilda. She just took care of me. I called my parents. She called my parents, actually, because the, you know, ambulance people were trying to talk to me, made me go to the hospital, blah, 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 blah. Now, the future that was on the inside of me knew that that truck was going to jump that red light. And the energy, the inner God inside of me Used myself to pray for myself, to keep myself. Listen, I want y'all to understand this. <laughs> I really do. I want y'all to understand how the depth of this, the future being inside of you. And if you listen to those nudgings and those directions and those corrections and those redirections of your future, you could save yourself right? Another thing, Calvin bought this book, right? 
2014. I really think Calvin was buying books at that time for me, but he didn't know it. Okay, every night it kept staring at me. The book was on the top of the thing by the sound bar on a dresser by the TV. So every time I would come in the room, I would just happen to see the book. And it had an eye on the front. And it would look like this book was like looking at me, like legit staring at me. So after a week of just walking past it, I picked it up, right? I read a few lines in the book and immediately my spirit, my soul recognized. It started to resonate like I need this, right? I knew instinctively that I had to read this book and that book changed my mind completely. It changed the way I saw my thoughts. It changed the way I saw my imagination. It taught me how important it is to protect my ability to see and to visualize with my mind. It also showed me that our brains are not only a place that we battle from. Like our minds are, is not just a battlefield. It's the place where we create from. This book was such a powerful teaching tool for me that I went and I purchased the journal specifically for the thoughts that I was having, for notes and quotes from it. I'm like that, y'all, okay? Little did I know, a year and maybe some little change later, I would be, face, I would be facing one of the most significant mental and emotional storms I have ever encountered. Everything I learned in that book, I needed for that storm. Everything. As soon as the winds began to blow and the rain started falling, those lessons resurfaced and I had to become more willing and open to listen. They started resurfacing. It took me a minute. I'm going to be honest. Just like it took me a minute to start praying. It took me a minute to start allowing those things to come back up to help me. Very dark time. That place was light for me. That, that, you know, I, that, that was a, a, a really, really big storm for me. And I'm going to get into the depth of that in one of these podcasts, right? Because I have a less, I have many lessons on that time, but I have a specific lesson based on exactly what was the trigger for me. As soon as the winds began to blow and the rain started falling, those lessons resurfaced, y'all. Those lessons became my shelter. They became a foundation. They became like the bricks in the mortar that helped my house, my mental house to stay, you know, built up and not broken and shattered. My landscaping was blown all over the yard. Let me be honest, child. My tree lost a few branches. My roof lost a few shingles. But my house didn't collapse. My tree didn't uproot and my yard was not destroyed. The future that lives inside of me prepared me for the storm that was ahead of me. My future knew this storm was brewing. It knew that this storm was rising. It knew. And listen, the future, like my future literally knew the storm was brewing at that time because it was legit brewing at that time right my future knew that there was a possibility that this hurricane oh yes would make landfall so it prepared me pay attention to those moments y'all when your future is gracefully and courteously attentively trying to prepare you for what's ahead there are many many times many moments 
our futures are like trying to get us to choose correctly in our present like there are so many times that right in your present your future is like don't do that don't do that stop doing that change that stop talking to him stop talking to her get off of that don't do that like these 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 inclinations these quick you know things telling you to stop this do this pick this up put this down read this read that don't do that don't touch that don't touch him don't let him touch you don't let her touch you like i've i've had those <laughs> i've had those like ah, 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 you know that ah, ah, like you do your kids oh the future sometimes like smacks your hand like ah, ah don't touch that mine does you know i there are so many times where we don't realize that that future that's inside of us is trying to keep our paths, you know, correct and straight, trying to get us to that good place that we all desire. You know, there have been so many times I knew not to do something and I did it anyway. All of us, you know, people say, you know, I should have gone with my first mind. You know, I hear people say that all the time. Man, I should have just went with my first mind. That's your future mind. I should just go with my future mind. That mind that mind is there to guide us. That mind is there to try to keep us straight and keep things good for us. Not perfect, but but a perfect imperfection, like good for us. Listen to that mind. Listen for that mind. Rever that mind. Heed that mind. Um, nurture that mind. Um, you know, love that mind. Sometimes I, I swear, sometimes that is the, the thing that we despise. We hate when things try to tell us or redirect us from doing something in a moment that we want to do, but it's actually very detrimental to our tomorrow. Sure. It's going to make you feel good today, but tomorrow, my G, you going to feel it. It. You know, like for me, like working out with Mike. Oh, yes. Let me go. Let's go. It feels good in that moment. Like I'd be all pumped. Yeah, you know, I did it. Hey, let's go. Even eating. Like <laughs> if, you know, oh, this week I'm just doing fruits and salads. You know, I'm doing my water. When I wake up in the morning, my body like, look, girl, where is the pancakes? Right? <laughs> because it's used to like. Nah, like black, you got to give me something more than that. But the 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 fruit and the vegetables, I feel good in that day when I do it. But the next day, working out, you feel good when you got that workout. And you know, I worked out for 35, 40 minutes today. I feel good, you know. And then the next day, your body like, sis, you playing with the wrong one. Like, uh-uh. And then you mad because your legs hurting. And then you rethinking it all, huh? But it's for your good. It's for your good. It's on the opposite way, right? Hold on, Haven. Can I finish? I'm almost finished, okay? Yeah, my kid. Listen, that's my little duck. My sister called her duck because she's literally always behind me, right? I'm sitting here. She's like on the sofa in the room, in this room, and she's just waiting for me to finish, you know? I'm her mother. What do you think? But she learned these lessons. Let me tell you, she be under me like this and she hears so much stuff. People think, oh, she just too. She don't understand. I guarantee you these words will resonate and come clear to her. 
in the days when she needed. That's why I don't push her away. She could, it'd it be, it be tough, you know, but I know that she's learning. She's getting what she needs. Madison did the same thing. And I trust that she gets what she needs and she got what she needed at that time. Anyway, audit all of the moments your future has attempted to forewarn you. This week, this week, that's what we're going to do. This week, that's what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to audit, like take a real inventory of all of the times you can remember that you knew your future was like, <clears throat> your future mind was like, don't do that. Change that. Eat this. Don't eat that. Don't talk to him. Stop talking to him. Stop talking to her. You talking too much. I've, I've had that too. You saying too much. Say less, babe. Like, stop, right? And if you just keep, if you pay attention to those times, even down to <clears throat> life changing, life saving things, some of those things you went with and it, it did save your life. Think about that. Like, that's not your first mind. That's your future mind. That is your future mind. Audit all of the moments. That's your homework. Audit all of the moments your future has attempted to forewarn you. Count all of the times the future inside of you tried to advise you and you didn't listen. That time you knew you, knew you shouldn't leave or go a certain place. I did that too, right? One day I was at home because I got pulled over by the police that morning and I needed my driver's license, um, had expired, but I was trying to get to work because I was in, I was working full-time and going to school full-time. So it was very hard for me to find time to do that. My license was expired. Just so happened, this man gets behind me, pulls me over and tells me, go home, go take care of my license today. I call my job, I tell him I was gonna go do it, right? Well, I was having to wait. I was trying to wait for my sister, right? To bring me to go do it. I went home. I wanted a paradise. I don't know if y'all remember that. They was at Chevron. Girl, the mango, mango, let's go, okay? That mango was off the chains, okay? So I started craving this paradise. I called my mama. I called my sister. I was like, well, when y'all coming? They was like, oh, we coming in a little while. I said, well, I lived in these apartments, right? That was like literally maybe two minutes away. The Chevron was two minutes away from my apartments. And I was like, well, I could just run there and get it myself. I swear to y'all, I promise, I heard, don't do that. Don't do that. I got in the car anyway. Was pulling out of, <laughs> was pulling out of the driveway. Don't do that. Go home. I went anyway. I rationalized with myself. It's only, it's right there. Like no police. I'm thinking police. No police is going to get behind me that fast. <clears throat> it's right there. It's two minutes away. Do you know, I turned out from my apartments, right? Went to make the U-turn. Some guy decides to hop four lanes, hit the side of my car, flip my car over on a busy highway. And that was that. I can't get into the depth of that story because I'll cry. Because it always makes me think of my dad and how the love and the nurturing and the care and the fathering that he did even as we you know got older like this man legit felt like we were still kids but I didn't listen I had that future inside of me telling me listen girl sit down I had a cop to stop me like I something the future was already working to, to keep me from this 
but I didn't listen. Call flipped, you know, yeah, that was, y'all don't understand. Like there are many moments that I did listen, but there are many moments that I didn't listen. And I pay for those times, right? I'm telling y'all that time, you know, think about that time in the future told you don't do something, you know, don't say a certain thing. Don't deal with a certain person. You know, don't talk this long. Don't go no further with this. And you didn't listen. Think about all the clamor and the chaos that's causing your life. And then think about how graceful and merciful that having that future inside of you provides you with such an advantage that sometimes we get mad about. It's here to save you. Stop running the red lights. Stop ignoring the red flags. They are there to keep you from crashing. Just as the red lights are there to control the flow of things, you know, on the streets, it's the same thing. Those red lights, those red flags, they are there in your life to control the flow of the traffic, of the streets of your life. Don't despise those moments. All that happening, like, don't despise that. You may think you want something in that moment. Trust me, I've been there. But the aftermath is far greater than that event. And when I say greater, I mean drastic. I don't mean like this great thing. I mean like it's it's bigger than you could ever imagine. I don't mean that in a good way. This is your lesson for this week. This is your homework. Okay. I want you to think about all the times you ignored. I want you to think about all the times you you listened and the benefits and the consequences of both and then commit yourself for this to be your life lesson to always throughout the rest of the expansive time of your life, you know, that this be your lesson. When you hear that future inside speaking to you, touching you, hitting you, um, nudging you, listen, listen to your future mind, go with your future mind. Every time it is guiding you, it is leading you, it's taking you to where you need and want to go. It may not be where you, you know, it may not be ideal, you think, in that time, but it is doing the work and it's for us to do the work. All right. Y'all have a good week. I'll see y'all next week. I love y'all. Watch out the Mabiots, zoning on owning co-ops, phones, drop top, coops and yachts, guzzling space shots and scotch. Formulating the plots to escape from selling slots, cause it's scorching hot. Making it hard trying to figure who's out the trap, me for tacky. And I finished this at 11-11. That's word, y'all.